Ask, and you shall receive, that your joy may be made full. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Prayer. When we hear that word prayer, the first thing that comes to mind is asking, the prayer of petition. Christ is certainly referring to that in today's Gospel. The prayer of petition, of asking God for favors from God, is important, for we are placing ourselves as mere creatures, begging from the Creator His blessings. When we pray, it may seem that the divine will submits to our own, whereas in reality, it is our own will that is uplifted and made to harmonize with the divine will. God sometimes seems silent to our prayers. Did we hear in just in today's gospel that if we ask, we shall receive? Christ reminds us, though, how to pray. He says, if you ask the Father anything in my name, he will give it to you. He is silent to our prayers because we do not pray in his name. What that means is our prayers can be full of self-interest, seeking temporal blessings for their own sake rather than being useful for our salvation. We're not truly praying in His name because we are praying in our own name, our own will. We want things done a certain way or we want something that we deem necessary when it is not at all in God's plan for us. We are praying then in our own name, our own will, instead of God's name, God's will. God is sometimes, and can be often, slow to respond to our prayers. Why? If He is omnipotent, if He is omniscient, why does He wait? Because God knows better. If we were to get everything we so desired, at the exact moment we wished it or desired it, we would be those spoiled children. We all know about spoiled children. They take nothing for granted and are insolent to their parents, for they see everything as a due. God does not need us. We should try to wrap our minds around that phrase. God does not need us. We hear it and we think a little bit about it. We might understand it, but the more we meditate on it, the more we begin to digest it, the more we will be grateful for each and everything we've been given. For everything is grace. Everything is a gift from God. St. Vincent de Paul said that we should spend as much time in prayer thanking God for what we have been given as in the time we've been used to pray, in praying to ask God for what we want or what we desire. The humble soul, which has been praying for years for something, for a grace, or for some gift, and is finally rewarded with that grace, will truly cherish that gift. More importantly, that soul during those years of prayers, those long hours, has been increasing her attention on God, for persistence then transforms her life. What she is asking from God is constantly on her mind, 
And as a result, God becomes constantly on her mind. When we hear about prayer, we hear about petition, asking for God for certain things. But let us never forget to ask from God those things which are truly necessary, those things for our own salvation. We have petitions which are more or less pressing, but do we ask for those very important things? Do we ask, do we pray to God for our own salvation? Do we ask to grow in charity each and every day? Do we ask for that unmeritable gift of final perseverance? During these days when God has been forgotten by so many, we are called to prayer. Many will say, but I do not have the time of the day to dedicate to our Lord in prayer. Certainly, busy schedules with work, daily occupations and duties fill the hours of the day. But more often than not, it is our own lack of, of diligence, of duty, to find those moments during that day for prayer. As we rise from the bed, does two minutes on our knees truly throw a wrench to our daily schedule? Does a five-minute thanksgiving at the end of the day, an examination of conscience, truly ruin our sleep? In order to keep the good habits of prayer, these good reflexes, we are called to pray often. How can we pray if our time doesn't allow for these extra moments to dedicate to God? So we must consecrate our actions, our duties, our work to God. Make them all little moments of prayer. There was someone, and this someone was only about six years old when he died, who gave us a great example of prayer. There was a young boy by the name of Peter Schmidtlein, who lived in Kazakhstan, 1960s, in USSR. He was taken by the communists from Germany into the USSR. This young boy, from the age of four and a half, had a great devotion to the Holy Eucharist. He was already taking catechism class in preparation for the great sacrament. Sadly, at the age of four and a half, he was diagnosed with an operable brain tumor. He could not be cared for at the hospital, and so had to be, go, to be brought home in order to be to cared for. Upon arriving, he was in tears, not because of the pain, because he told his mother, I cannot receive the Holy Eucharist. But providentially, the day after arriving at home, a priest, a clandestine priest, remember it's the USSR, being a priest is against the law, came to his home to visit the family. And upon discovery of the sick child and this great devotion and love that he had for the Blessed Eucharist, and the knowledge that he had of it, he deemed it worthy to give this child First Holy Communion. This child always had the burning desire for God, for the communion with him, for prayer. This is symbolized and symbolized and also done in the most eminent way in Holy Communion. Several months later, this boy began to lose his sight. He couldn't, if you will, pray with his eyes, but his heart was constantly on God. And one day, his family was praying around his bed. The clock sounded, 
one of those old clocks which would ring on the hour. And he reminded this prayer, reminded this boy, is five years old. He reminded his family of the prayer, what do we say each and every hour that goes along the day? And he reminded his family and said, we must say this prayer. O loving Jesus, stay with me. I consecrate to thee the hour which comes. So, just like this little boy Peter, we're called to pray. We're called to stay in communion with God. Our hearts must be united to Him. We cannot spend hours in front of the Blessed Sacrament. Let our heart then always be focused on this great sacrament. Prayer is more than just mere words, but that constant attention to someone else, to our Lord Jesus Christ. And so, each and every day, with each and every Holy Communion, which each and every time we can spend a few moments with our Lord, let that desire burn for more, ever more within our hearts in prayer. For prayer is nothing other than remaining with God, and that desire to remain with Him forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.